Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Two Cent Podcast. This week, Rabbi Ari and I are going to be discussing Q&A, our favorite questions and answers. Questions that you guys have sent in, questions from emails, questions in general, and how and why we should be giving answers, what ways we give answers. This week's podcast is Lezecher Nishma Shlomo Zalman Ben Yitzchak for Hatzlacha from Malka Baschan Aleya and Shlomo Yosef Ben Leah Rezel. We also want to give a very big thank you to our sponsor, Yad La'achem. Yad La'achem is the foremost savior of Jewish people. When you want to ask a question of who is the foremost savior of Jewish people, if you ever you have Jewish trivia, the answer is Yad La'achem. They go into villages and they save, the Arab villages, and they save women and children. They set them up. They bring them out of there with just the clothing on their back, and they set them up. You can help them at saveaworld.org. That's www.saveaworld.org or 718-633-2340. The two cent listeners of, of Rabbi Ari and I have already saved countless people with your donations. Please, guys, keep it coming. Keep it coming. There is constantly saving that needs to be done. Yad Lachem is there doing their part. It's a us and our listeners' place to be doing our part. That's saveaworld.org or 718-633-2340. Hi, everybody. This is Ari Ben Shushan. And this is Yossi Ben Shushan. And this is the Two Cents Podcast. Brought to you and powered by Meaningful Minute. Welcome to the Two Cents Podcast. I am Yossi Manchushan. I am Ari Manchushan. And we are here recording live, not live, from live for TJ. And for us. And for us. From my humble abode. From Abu Adwaye. In Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. So, so City of Angels. So welcome to my home. Yes, I always wanted to do this. I just want to do yeah. this, okay? Are you ready? Go just one, one second. Oh, hi. <laughs> 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 Welcome. Uh, we, I didn't see. Well, sure. Come on Come in. Come on in. Right. Um, this is something of honestly such a nachas uh, to be able to do yeah. to be able to speak to Kali Yisrael from the living room uh, is really amazing. And uh, to have technology, Rabbi Sai, yeah, is to amazing. Have, to have Yossi over here, Baruch Hashem, to be able to do it. Um, now the world gets to see where I have my Iron Man mask um, just right. up top, um, just over there. Right. And uh, to tell the truth, yes, that's it. That's his, that's his one possession. Is the yeah, Iron Man it's, mask. it's really um, very proud of him. Um, it's really going to be a great episode. Mm. This is going to be a great, great episode. It's a big because, one. Because, yes, this is the one where they we're get... going to give people an inside look. People are like, well, what do you do? Right. And the answer is, I would like to do a lot of other things, but instead... I have, yes, let me just read this to you, mm. 11,146 emails. That, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that's yeah, really true. Number, yeah. So today's going to be the email podcast, yes. Right. This is the email podcast. It's not just questions. I think we could go through a few funny emails, a, th- a few different types of emails. I, I've had, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I have this love-hate relationship with emails. It is the biggest stress in my life are my emails. I, um, I, I had somebody, a, like a very big tech guy, friend of mine, um, come to my house one time and show me how to like do all these cool auto respond things that will cut down it lasted me a day and then and then i was just back to doing it the way i do it, it it's hard like you get these you get so many bland and so many emails and and it's so out there you know through tour anytime through meaningful minute through all these things you get all these emails and they're all real they you gotta respond to all this it's just 
you know so yeah it takes me a few days at least a few days if not a week or so to to get to an email like uh, you know in that with that time frame and and it's very very difficult but i have a love-hate relationship with it because on the one hand i love you know uh, interacting with the people like that and it is my preferred way of interacting with people is email I, i hate to say it like that but like i hate talking on the phone Talking on the phone is like a pet. I just, I don't know why I've had this. And, um, I mean, to me, emails, when people WhatsApp me or, or people try to get in touch, they text or call, or even email and they say, you know, what's your number? Can I call you? I always say the same thing. Please, whatever's going yeah. on in your life, I, I write it down in email, yeah. get it clear. Because if we do have to have a phone conversation, right, we yeah. have 10 minutes, yeah. we can really maximize the 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah. But yes, I want to bring up a point that yeah. I never realized about. Listen to this. Um, I was speaking to somebody who really helps out my organization, Chazak, here in Los Angeles. He's a very successful businessman. He has his head on straight. He really, and I was telling him, you know, I have all these emails to have to answer and all these emails. And he's like, why are you answering any of them? I, I said, what do you mean? And, and, and he was like, Rabbi, he said, I'm the top of the firm that he owns. He said, if I was busy answering all the emails because this person had a problem with our product or that person had a question about what we sell, whatever it is, he said, I'd never get anything done. He's like, I hire other people to go ahead and do that so that I can make big decisions. Yeah. And I explained to him, I'm like, wow, you don't understand the way it works with yeah. a rabbi. Yeah. If we don't you answer don't, You these, don't understand my job at all. <laughs> no, no, no. If, if we don't answer that... And, I love these emails. I also do. I connect to people. That's I get what I'm saying. to know it's a love them. Hate yeah. Thing, yeah. But more than it, but it's not like I can hire somebody else to start to go through. And sometimes they come in droves. Yeah. Each one needs, and you can't just write like you were saying an auto response. You right, can't yeah. just do that. Each person, this is a neshama that's reaching out to you. Right. So we wanted to really share um, with people tonight some of the emails. These aren't my favorites. I I, I want to say this, like no. like these these are the best ones. I just picked a few at random. I yeah, felt that too. that will speak so true to what it is that it means to get emails, right. um, to have them come at you. So let's go through it. You know? So so it's it's interesting. You know the with picking them also. I, it's interesting. Um, I I like I was looking through. I started realizing I was going down a rabbit hole trying to even pick them. Like going through. So these are not, you know, by far, these are not like my favorite or not favorite. These are just, I think I, I just picked ones that just round out what I'm normally going to uh, get every single get every day. Single, uh-huh. So like you'll see like a lot of times I'm getting a very similar question being asked. It, there's always difference and every email I respond to is me and it's me tailor making it for that person. But a lot of it, a lot of it does, uh, does end up being the same, which is, you know, for better or for worse. We're, I'm sorry, I'm making this face right. That's just, what? I was just Why thinking, were you just doing that? No, I, I was just thinking of that. an email. I know. I was thinking of a certain email. Like if I would read like that particular email, which is like, okay, um, it was nice uh, talking there. Like there are certain emails that I get right. that are just stop. You know, like, like, like people asking certain things that are just so heart-wrenching and terribly bad. I, you know what? I, I actually saved one that's similar to that. I'm going to skip over that one. Okay. So, um, um, the reason we're pulling out our phones over here is to do yeah. this. Probably yeah, we're not. Oh, yeah. actually, people yeah, are always apologizing ahead. to us. People are always saying, like, when they come to a shirt, like, yeah. Rabbi, I promise I was thumb typing the entire right. time. Yeah. I, I wasn't on Instagram. Right. So, yeah. I, you know, yes, I always say I believe you. From now on, I'm like, oh, really? You typed that? Could you, you airdrop might... it to me? I would love to get notes from that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yeah, I, I should call out people. Maybe they were just doing a podcast. Like, um, I think I have to go. I just remembered I have a kidney stone. <laughs> you know, and they'll just go running in the opposite direction. All right, I'm going to read one. Yes, you ready? 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, question for you. Obviously, we're not going to say the names. So this one, we're just going to say a different name. This came from Burton Ernie from Sesame Street. And um, hi, Rabbi Ben Shushan. So number one, yes. Uh, just I like to break down the email. People who spell my name correctly and perfectly, I'm like, wow, they must be really smart. It's also scary. Yeah, it's, it's scary, scary because I get it wrong. So um, generally, like Chase Bank gets my name wrong. So like if these people are already kicking it, call out a vote. So yes, thank you for getting my name right. I hope you're doing well. I just started listening to your Derech Hashem Shira on Torah anytime, and I have a question for you. You were talking about how, oh yeah. <laughs> I also have to say um, the accent in my brain changes. Um, as I read the email, I imagine the person is just from different places <laughs> or continents. And yes, I will get to the Keeps end of an email. Interested. I will get to, but more than that, I'll get to, and if it says like Sarah from England, I'll go right back and read the whole thing in my brain in an English accent. Right. You know, just to get no, it No, but real. you can tell a lot of times from the, from from the, the language. Words. Yeah, yeah. You you're know, talking. Um, I was pushing a pram down the road yeah. and then I was like, oh, there it is. By the way, I'm sorry. I have to stop. It stinks. What? That, did you spray this couch with that stuff? So I, you it want stinks. me to share? It you want? I will tell the world. I, I hope you do. It smells I so weird. Tell the world. I can't deal with it. My eyes are watering. So, so meaningful minute podcast. Two cents, people. I'm gonna let you know something. I'm gonna let you know. Um, there's a rich person smell. <laughs> there's a rich person smell to people's so, houses. So bad. And I didn't know because obviously I'm not rich i mean i'm doing okay it was like one of those <laughs> joke boxes that but, says rich person smell no, there and is you a, bought it and sprayed it around your person. house and we found out yassi somebody let it one of the rich people let it oh, oh, oh yeah they, it they let the it club. They give because it out. we were trying to we were going to one for shabbos one of those rich people you can only we're order it to in them. first class we were going to them for shabbos and um we were like what do we get and somebody had said you know you should buy them. You should buy them a refill. So we didn't because it was way too much money. Right. Like, like we looked into it like, wow, no, that's way. So we didn't. But I said to my wife, you know what? For Shabbos, we do everything for Shabbos. Taste, you know, obviously yeah. the food, the site. We clean up once a week. <laughs> uh, that, uh, we clean up for Shabbos and when we do podcasts. Um, and, but I said, but what about Reach? Yassi, Reach Nichayach in Yiddish. Ashmek from Fagenigen. There we go. So I said, but what about my Shmek Fagenigen? And what about having a beer? So I found out what it was, and the Kavit Shambas Kaddish, I went and I did it, and you're supposed to spray it into the fabrique, because rich people have a. Fabrique. R Q U E. R Q U E. I was literally. Fabriquois. The Fabriquois. So yes, it's still there. It's Mitzvah Shabbos over here. Yeah. It just. I'm sorry. I keep getting like these little whiffs of it. I'm sorry. Continue. It's you were saying. such a good smell. You had a question. Go for it. It's the smell of success. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to get through this. We're in the middle of a question right now. Uh, you were, uh, I have a question for you. You were talking about how Olam Haba is true good. It's the ultimate good that Hashem does for us. But in order to get that ultimate good, we have to earn it. And the way to earn it is by overcoming our struggles to do what's right. Because by doing that, we become like Hashem in a way. So my question is, oh, by the way, also, yes, I decided to read the shorter ones. So if people are thinking like, how long is this? Mm. This is a shorter one. So my question is, if we know that Hashem only does good for us, does that mean that when Hashem is sending us challenges or puts us in a difficult situation, the good that we're talking about here is the good of Olam Haba? 
Because by definition, we're getting the good of Olam Haba by overcoming the challenges. So therefore, the challenges or hard situations are inherently good. Or is it a different good? A good that applies to Olam Haza that we're talking about. And then she tells me a bit of her background, that uh, she's from Beis Yaakov. Um, she gives me her age. And uh, thank you so much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting question. So like, like, just, just to really represent, um, I think the thought process behind this question is, is that I understand, Rabbi, that everything that Hashem is doing is for good. And the reason why there is good is because, like it says in the second paragraph, Hashem, that Hashem created this world, Hashem created this world to give the greatest good to things outside of Him. The greatest good is actually a relationship with Hashem. Right. If Hashem gave us anything less than a relationship with Him, Hashem isn't giving us the greatest good. Because why didn't you just give us right. eternity, live with you? And He does. And Olam Haba is that eternity. The way that we get there, says that Hashem, is being, being domet Hashem. Is you can be davuk to Hashem. He says you can connect Hashem by being domet to Hashem, acting like Hashem. But now our question is, is that so when Hashem sends us challenges, it's for us to earn the good. The challenge that Hashem is sending, is that the good of Olam Haba or is that the good of Olam Haza? Okay. So uh, interesting question. Interesting question. So meaning, I just want to give everybody an appreciation over here of you know how long it's going to take to sit down and really write up and, and write answer, up an answer like to that? That, 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 you know, that? To I, be able I, to yeah. give forth. Um, I, I'm not even sure if I ever even answered. So if I didn't answer you, this is this goes back to July. I was traveling then. Um, if I didn't answer you, then, then, then I really apologize. But sometimes they come in and I don't want to give just like a, a quick answer. Uh, the answer to that, obviously, the answer is both. The answer is, is that the good that Hashem is sending to us, it's going to be Olam Haza good. It's going to be Olam Haba good. It's going to be something that will have to check all the boxes. Hashem only does good to us. Whether we can see it or we can't see it makes no difference from our perspective is really not the place where we value whether something is tov or not tov that Hashem talks about. If there's evil in this world, it's created from man. It's, It's not coming from Hashem himself. Our job, therefore, is to figure out, just simply put, not even so much what is the good, but to appreciate that this is also from Hashem. The third concept mitzvah is Yichud of Hashem, right. is the oneness of Hashem. The one of us Hashem means that everything that comes to us is from Hashem. And everything that's coming to us is from Hashem is that in Olam Hazah, this is the best thing for you. You needed for this to be your reality. Can you figure it out? Very many times you cannot figure it out. And nobody's saying that you have to be a Navi to be able to figure it out. But just to answer this question, yes, that's a good in this world and it's a good in the next world. It's a good in the next world because this is challenging us to be able to look within ourselves, to introspect, and to find the values and the tools to be able to be like Hashem so that our Olam Haba echoes with the relationship to God for eternity. Right. Um, I, I would start... <clears throat> so. Okay, so a few things. First of all, like what you just said, you know, it's you, you know how much you just spoke, like you know you know what that is for to type. Yeah. Especially oh. for like I don't know I don't know how you type. I, I think you're actually pretty good at typing. No, I'm not so bad at typing. I'm 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 not good at it. But I'm I'm, I'm I'm a two finger. Wow. I, I just recently I started getting some of my other fingers. Ten involved. fingers, Yossi. There's back in the day I got this program called Ten Fingers. Oh, yeah. I no, Ten Thumbs. It, it was called Ten really? Thumbs, and it, it taught me. Press the A. Right. A is for Apple. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, like I literally yeah, did it on one of those. But because we grew up, I'm just saying, like, we didn't grow up in we didn't like have a computer in the house. computer classes, no computer in the house, all right. those different things. So, yeah. so for me, you know, the t- typing that much, like I, 
but also like one of the, when you get one of those emails, especially because I get it on my phone mainly. I'm gonna have my computer in front of me now, but I answer on my computer because that's not gonna happen with my thumbs. But Yossi, tell everybody why I don't have my iPad right now. Uh, <laughs> it was Shabbos. It's much of Shabbos right now, and <laughs> this afternoon I fell asleep um, on the couch over here, and. Um, uh, the Robinson made unbelievable food and and put us both into a food coma, and um, I, I fell asleep on the couch. I wake up, um, I wake up right before Mincha, and I'm walking towards uh, towards my room, and I see uh, my brother sleeping on the recliner, and there's an iPad on his lap, <laughs> <laughs> and it's Shabbos afternoon. I'm like, all right, oh, okay, I didn't know. I guess now I, I didn't know the there, yeah, I didn't know there was a heter for this, but. I, but apparently, my brother's daughter, Devorah, was running around with that iPad all Shabbos, like trying to get into it. So he's locked out of it right now. She is. <laughs> she isn't two tomorrow. years old yet. Yeah. And she just found it someplace and yeah. she like put in the code 10 million times. And you're locked out. So we tomorrow. sat down to do the podcast. So now yeah. I want to look at my notes. Yeah, and it said, you're locked out indefinitely. Right. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> get control of your children. It's all set on it. It's like, get control of your kids. Siri knew. She knew as a kid. So, you know, when you scroll through an email and you're like, oh, 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 this thing is never ends. So, you know, th those are always difficult. Um, this one wasn't that long. So I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate not long emails um, only because also, um, you know, reading for me is not never easy. And OK, first of all, Rav Asher always used to tell us the reason I'm a from Jew is because I am an Olam Hazanik. I love Olam Haza. I love enjoyment in this world. I've never been to Elam Haba, and I don't know what it's going to be like, but I love enjoyment in this world. And there's many Mishnas and many Maimre Chazal to back that up. But but the fact is, is that when we're doing things, we're doing it for this world, I find people getting hung up on the why. Why is this happening to me? Right? And and this goes deeper into people, which just about every email I get goes you know, not not just about every that that's a massive exaggeration, but a good portion or some of them, I guess that stick out to me are, are people saying this is happening to me because of this and this and this and this. Or I was speaking somewhere and a girl said, uh, a girl asked a question. She said, um, you know, I know I, I say to Helen every time before I drive a car, every time before she drives a car, she says to Helen, that's she said fun. the one time I didn't, I got into an accident. So I know it's Hashem punishing me. For not saying my to Helen before I, I got into that car. Oh, wow. I stopped a whole class. I was like, whatever we were talking about before this is unimportant it's not anymore. Important compared to we have to save this person right. from doing this for the rest of her life. I, I so I, and I know there are people out there right now that are being like, what, save her from what? That's a, that's an, um, it's not, it's not, it's not. Anxiety and OCD and using their Banisham or religion for that is not. A good thing and it's not um, what hashem wants you know? it's not it's, what hashem wants it's not what he's looking for also your relationship with hashem is not a relationship that that's not the relationship he wants from you that, that i'm gonna I'm, I'm, this is a relationship I'm looking to get you i'm looking to get you this is a relationship with a sickness yeah, yeah. that you're trying to use hashem yeah, yeah. as the battering ram it's completely or, abusive it, yeah. it, I, i'm i'm trying to get you the second you mess up i'm gonna get you so people are always asking why, like, why is this happening to me? They're not asking it, by the way, and I, I thought they were, because the one bad part about communicating over email or anything like that is that you sort of miss some nuances that, so I always think that they are, and my wife pointed it out to me, I believe it was my wife, pointed it out to me that like, no, they're not asking like, oh, like all forlorn, like why is this happening to me? They're like, I want a reason. 
Like, what am I doing wrong that this is happening? I'll fix that thing that I'm, we're so sure that we're doing something wrong. And we're so sure that obstacles come to life, challenges come into our life when we're doing something wrong. And if you weren't doing anything wrong, what would, what would be with your life? Rechaim has no problems. I'm saying, Rechaim, can I ask you? Nothing. Chamavadia never had any issues, right? Because I, I think he was doing it. Tonight's the Hilula, we can't go without. Uh, Tonight's the Hilula of the Babasali. Of the Babasali. I'm, I'm sorry to do this, but we should stand up just for a second. I, I'm tied down. I'm actually literally tied down, but I'm going to. For the both of us. Yeah. Okay. Um, the 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 hula of the babasali the babasali never the babasali suffered he had a lot of uh, so the nothing the babasali I'm saying by your logic you're gonna go out there saying that the babasali was not a good person because that's why he was suffering like but that yes, he had those so, health issues so why do people go down that path I find it's because they've heard a hundred shirim that said if you find something happened to you ask yourself why is this happening to me right. Right now, that is a correct. There, there is, yeah, there is but, an idea like that's a Gemara. But right, the Gemara and Eric talks but, about but, putting but the hand Gemara in your continues. But yeah, but, but, but no, no, but I'm saying, and it but, says if you don't have anything wrong, so the Gemara and Brachla says you're supposed to be mifasher from You're supposed to go into look into your actions, and if you don't find anything, you blame it on Bittul Torah. Right, but the, but the end of the Gemara, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No. I was like the end of the Gemara. It says very specifically that if you go X amount of days without, it was a forty. If you go X amount of days without days. any problems, it's because you've been cut off. No, ten lo olamo. You've been cut says, off. Right. It's just so. So where's this? Uh, so we need to have refocus. I tell this to my students all the time. Most people, and and this is a sad reality. And and by the way, I'm no better than them. It's just because I needed to find out the answers to these things. So I actually thank all these people who email me and all these people. This is our whole you, life you, because yeah, people ask. We you've, have you've to saved delve. me in this in this because I had a delve. Exactly. I had a delve. Most people have a third grade understanding of their relationship with Hashem. Literally a third grader's understanding. It's like this crime and punishment sort of. The Ron, right, Robert Berkowitz, he, he told us the Ron, and Claudia Roy told us the Ron over there that said it has, it, 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 there's no crime and punishment to this. It's all cause and effect. That like if I if I if someone Khalila cuts off their arm, their, their punishment now is that they don't have an arm. That's not that's not a punishment. It's just that you cut off your arm, so now there's no arm there. It's a consequence just, of the yeah, direct it's a consequence action. of the action. That it's just you're but you're in control. You know, you're the one running this. So many people that I see when they say that, oh, I'm supposed to look at what Hashem. It's like, you know, when a parent says to like a three-year-old, do you know why mommy said no? Right. And the three-year-old says, because mommy hates me. Right. And no. I, that's mommy exactly has, what you're doing. That's exactly what you do. So yeah, the Gemara says, and yeah, you've heard in speeches, if something happens to you, you're supposed to ask why Hashem is. But your ultimate answer is because of this, I've because of that, I've because Hashem hates me and because of, and that's not where Hashem wants you to yeah. go And I'll, I'll tell you the other problem with it is that we use it as an, as an ends. It's like the end over there. It's because I'm bad. Yeah. I'm bad and I'm done. So I must be terrible. Uh, so it's because I'm terrible. It's called all or nothing thinking yeah, in psychology. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's because I'm terrible. It's a thought distortion that you distort to the negative. And congratulations, the Yitzhahara. And that's has, it. I made sense of it. The Yitzhahara has now licked there his lips. Go. He's thrilled. There you go. This is this is his game. He loves getting to that end. Because it's something I actually I learned from you. Is that the Yitzhahara's game is to truly put you on autopilot. That's what he's trying to do. He's not trying to get you to do an Avera. He said, you're going to do an Avera. You're going to mess up. Everyone messes up. He's trying to get you on an autopilot. What's an autopilot for him? If you could think of yourself as a nobody and a nothing and just a constantly wrongdoer. So he has you now. Even when you do well, it's a freak accident. There's no good to it. So over here, I, I would say I, I'm not a 
for better or for worse, maybe I'm wrong about this. Correct me. But I'm not a big Oilam Haba person. What I mean by that is, is that I have my own personal beliefs and my own personal, you know, understandings of Oilam the reason I live the way I live and the reason why I believe in what I believe in is because of the constant relationship I, I have with Hashem and the constant relationship I see with Him. How many meetings have I walked out of that everything went wrong in, that everything, and I just look up and I'm like, Hashem, we're, we're still, right? We're still rocking together on this. I don't know what happened in there. I don't know, but we're still, right? Something bad happens. Something doesn't go my way. I'm like, I know Hashem is still here with me. And, you know, this is the lollipop method, you know, for a different podcast at a different time. But my point is, is that if you're just going to constantly be be thinking of that, what did I do wrong? What did I, or just look at everything as, you know, the famous boxing coach method, you know, that everything is, you know, when you hire a personal trainer and they're giving you the heavier weight, that's a congratulatory thing. Like, you have a heavier weight now, you're getting bigger, you're getting stronger, you're getting better. If you face your challenges like that, you feel like a better person. You do, you feel stronger, you feel better, you feel happier, you feel more confident, you have more self-esteem, you, you, you're growing, you're becoming something bigger. All right, everybody, here we are, and this is my favorite part of any episode. Yes, we get to... Yeah, right. We get to talk to one of the greatest Yidin who are incredibly just saving the world. Yes, we get to talk to the one, the only, the director of Yad Lachem. We get to talk to Reb Nisanel Gans. Rabbi Gans, welcome, welcome to the podcast. I want to know, what has the, the response been from people? Let's hear it. Well, thank you so much. First of all, I'm going to learn some serious Musa to overcome that um, Gaiva pump you just made for me. Thank you very much. But I, I want to say that the response has Mamash been incredible. So many people have responded and said, hey, we saw it on the Two Cents podcast. And what's really amazing, I remember last episode, Barry said, you know, it's not always how much you give. Obviously, we talked about a rescue and $18,000, which is great. But like even 18, 10, 36, 100, every small Pruta Bruta counts. It really, really adds up. And, and people have been writing in the comments, we saw this on the Two Cents podcast. So it's really, really appreciated. And keep on coming. You, you guys that are watching this or listening are really helping to save Jewish lives. Each one of us, sometimes you can't even recognize what can I do can I actually save someone's life. But you can, sitting at home, watching yourself, and whatever it is that you're doing, through a few types of the computer and a generous heart, you can actually keep on saving Jewish lives. Incredible. You go to saveworld.org. And I want to tell everyone that we always have tefillahs taking place in Mekoyim Sagdashim, such as Amukah, the Kaisa, all around the world. And giving your names, there's no minimum donation to give your names, but you can give a donation for Yad Lachim. So please help us save others. Saveaworld.org. Or you can call a number, and even I'll pick up, I'll make sure to pick up 718-633-2340. 718-633-2340. I want to thank everyone for the generosity and kindness, and enjoy the podcast. So Yossi, let's say in a word, something happens to somebody. Hashem is saying to them, not that I'm upset you did the Avera. Not that, oh, am I going to get you now? Hashem is saying, I'm so excited because I'm above time and I know what you will look like on the other side of this challenge. If the way you look at it is a challenge, you're going to be such a bigger person. Yeah. So I'm excited for you. And if people would get excited, mm. almost get excited, yeah. you know, when challenges happen, I just, you know, there was an organization recently that asked me to come do some work for them and they were going to pay a good, good amount of money. And at the last minute, because of COVID, different things, they had to cancel. Right. Um, I, it was last much job as I found out. And I turned to my wife and I said, Baruch Hashem. It's like, oh, 
yeah, well, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> it's amazing because, you know, Hashem has to give me this money either way because it's promised from uh, Rosh Hashanah. Mm-hmm. So either way, if I wasn't supposed to get the money, this whole thing was a challenge for me to get upset. I'm a better person. I don't have the money. It's right. awesome. And right. if I'm supposed to have the money, Hashem will send to me by my doorstep or another thing. I didn't, my knee-jerk reaction wasn't, you know, I did a certain Avera last week, right. and I could have had that money in my bank account, but now Hashem Just is teaching me a lesson. It would have been, like, how depressive of a life is that? And how small are you making God, by the way? You know, but that's, yeah, that's, that's my point. Oh, oh, that's my ha- point. How depressing like, is that? Hashem in his infinite imagination couldn't figure out any other loving way to go about getting you to become a better place. So ha- Hashem was just like, well, boys, I guess we're going to have to turn up the flames on this one. Right. Uh, come on. That you know, the voice give of Hashem. God. Yeah, well, obviously, Hashem has. Look, if you're God, you can pick any accent. You can pick any accent. Yeah, why would you pick that one? <laughs> that's what I mean. But come on, give God some credit. Right. Okay, yes. Enough of my yeah, email. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was. Let's, I let's, have like let's 15, go on to but I want to I know I have yours. so many. I, I, there's so many. Like, there's so many funny ones. Also, like, I remember I got one, and so certain. If I stopped replying to your emails, it's because, um, it's because I realized that that it's not going to work. It's not going to work out between us. <laughs> we're done here. It, we're done here. <laughs> so, like, for instance, one, I got a letter from. I got an email from a person, and uh, he was like. Um, you know, I do a lot of chesed, I do a lot of this, I do a lot. And he was explaining some difficulties in his life. And I started off by saying, I was like, you know, I could tell that you're an amazing, you know, giver of a person. You need to start giving to yourself. And the reply back to me was, who told you that I'm a giver? You don't know me. You don't know anything about me. I'm like, I'm, you I'm, literally just, I email. did, I did. You should <laughs> have seen the email, the email me. back was like, was was so long uh, yeah. and just to make sure I wasn't I showed it to my wife and she was like this person is not okay like it's yeah and, and mom she was a never like they weren't okay another thing I find I get a lot of emails and maybe you get this also it starts off I am a typical or I'm a regular Basiakov girl Basiakov girl is the most common one I'm, I'm I was gonna ask sure. you by the way I'm I not was gonna sure be it's like, autocorrect on old Basiakov laptops start off I you know where they you, you give ruined you, it you should know so I sorry. was gonna say <laughs> blank Ari on three we're gonna say you fill in blank for me we were both gonna say Basiakov girl I am your typical Basiakov girl. I am the typical, typical Basiakov girl. And sometimes it comes with abbreviations that I have to ask my wife. I'm like, what are all these abbreviations? <laughs> like, from from birth, right, yeah. went to Israel for two-year seminary, right. um, likes chocolate but doesn't OD on it, right. and you know, certainly says her brachos every single day, shachos min chamarv. All of that abbreviated. This concept that, like, you know, I'm, part, I'm, I'm, I'm a regular Basiakov girl. So you need to know that I am. This is just one thing that's going on on the side. And then, and the reason I'm bringing that up is because so many of these are, and, and I have no one to talk to. I have no one to talk to. I can't bring it up to anyone. I can't talk to anyone about it. It's not true. It's not true. Everyone's going through stuff. The more we perpetuate this idea that there's a typical base girl, there's a typical yeshiva guy, there's a typical, there's a typical, there's a typical. Everyone wants to, because of the way we have our community set up for better or for worse, everyone wants to be the typical and no one wants to branch out. And then when they're 30, 
married and children they finally branch out but 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 it comes now with so many showing biases just because yeah. you that's not what i thought that's not what I, it comes with so much so i want to get to a um an email over here yeah, i'm just looking at my next one too um um good morning rabbi i love all your columns i love it says you're amazing oh, yes, he tells right? that's all it's amazing Come on, yeah, you're share. the best biggest fan yeah, been... this one actually does mention though um i'm i'm it says that despite that I am still the big, but still the Ben Shushan I'm the biggest fan of is Mrs. Alana Farhi, which should have a big mention over here. Yes, Mrs. Alana I'm Farhi. gonna I'm gonna admit something to you now in front of the, the camera. Yeah. A lot of times when they you write, see my <laughs> a, a lot of times when they write, I love listening to you and Yasi. I think to myself, said, why don't you email him? <laughs> You said, no, it's funny because you know what I think over there? I always think, oh, so you definitely emailed him too. Too, right. So I'm not right. answering. Yeah, this is his problem now. That's for Shalom. We love like all of I'm not, joking. No, it's yes, a joke. It's, it's a, a joke. joke. These are the jokes. It's a joke. You guys, you have no idea what you do for us in turn. Yeah, out. we really enjoy this podcast. Yeah, this we enjoy helping clients. You don't realize. It's like we get an email. It's more than Hashem put me in the world for this. This is, I, this is what I'm alive for. And and the more emails I get, if I went, oh, literally, if I went three days and no new email question came in, I, I honestly, I would start bugging out. I mean, and like, is my email wrong? I feel wrong? Like, like I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. I would, then I would start like questioning, Question. like, oh, oh no. Yeah. You know, um, but, uh, okay. This, this is a nice one. It's just an easy one. And I'll even pass it to you because you're ac- you actually have better answers for this than I do. I, I just want to apologize. The reason why I'm yawning a bit is because when I woke up with an iPad on me on Shabbos, <laughs> it's like having a poisonous tarantula on you. Yeah, I was going through all the halachas in my mind, thinking of how to move. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> By any chance, does the rabbi have any techniques to motivate a person to pray? Ooh. So I get a lot of these. This is just the one I chose. To motivate a person to X, you can use this for anything. To motivate a person to pray, to motivate a person um, to get up in the morning, to motivate a person to learn, to motivate a person to. Now, I, now the email before this was was a guy, and he was as, actually asking about learning. You know, um, how to get through learning. I can't learn a full seder, and I can't. Uh, so, learning, we're gonna. I'm gonna get to in a second. But this, I wanna. There, there, there's an overlooked. Um, concept in Tyra and learning in, 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 in actively practicing. So it's impossible to do all 613 mitzvahs, right? It's, it's a physical impossibility. You're not a man. You're not a woman. I'm you're saying not you're, a not Kohen. you're not a Kohen. You're not a Melech. You're not living in Eretz Yisrael. You're not, it's just no base. Just go through all. It's impossible to do all 613 mitzvahs. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but the, the Ramban says that how do we do all 613 mitzvahs? We learn about them. There you go. This is, I think it's very overlooked. It's a very overlooked method. It's something that's so potent for me. The minute, literally the day of, I'm learning something, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that thing more. If you start reading a book or taking upon, and it could literally be five to ten minutes a day. That's very good advice. It doesn't. If you start learning about tefillah, take one bracha in Shemona Esrei. Take, take Shema. Tefillah, by the way, is one of the most awesome things to learn. And That's I swear life. to you, That's it will life. change your life. If you do, I'm telling you right now, take one thing, and it's not Shemana Esrei, it's not this, not, take Moda'ani. 
If you take Moda'ani and you understand, you actually focus on Moda'ani, on what you're saying in Moda'ani, you actually focus, I swear to you, you have a different day. I promise you, you have a completely different day. And the funny thing is, is that they have these gurus all over the place right now that are like professing like what to do in the morning, how to wake up in the morning. Meaning, and everyone is so into it and everyone's eating it up. Miracle morning. And, yeah, miracle morning. All these, and everyone's eating it. Tony Robbins, everyone's eating it up, eating it up, eating it up. I'm like, the Chazal said this a thousand old. years ago. His Kabakari La Rod Baboka was so, well before so Tony Robbins simple. ever jumped into an ice bath yeah, in the morning. <laughs> Right. It's so simple. That's right. If you can literally learn two things on Moda'ani, your day changes. If you can learn about tefillah, your tefillah will change. The problem is, and this is, I don't know if it's recent or not recent. The problem is, is that we're expecting miracles. I like to use the Kotel uh, Mahalach. We, you brought me to the Kotel actually for the first time. First time, I remember it's that. a lot of that. You brought me to the Kotel for the first time. I, you're also actually the reason, that we're getting into things. You're the reason I never went to the army. At the end, I really wanted, I had this kufa when I was at, and you said it would kill Abba. I don't know if you remember this. This is It was that same year, that first year over there. And what you meant by that was, is that just a worry that he would have of one of us being there. But we went to the hotel for that first time. And I'll never forget, I went. And the first thing I thought, I'm going to be completely candid and honest there. We went, we came up on the steps over there. The first thing I thought, I was like, wow, it's a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. Then we went and we dove in there, and it was powerful. I'm not saying not, but there was no, I touched a wall and it touched me back, and I got this surge of, and I realized something. You know, we sit back and we expect things to happen to us, and then we'll do, and then, and then we'll be inspired. We expect that movie moment, or that, this is why I, I don't like these these I don't like Elio and Navi stories. I don't say Elio and Navi stories in, in in speeches. We're gonna get to speeches later, but I'm saying I don't say because I don't like people waiting for that, waiting for that aha moment. It's not gonna happen. You gotta go out and get it. You wanna you wanna daven? Yeah, you're so never. I, I I I disagree, but I, I agree. I, you you're never gonna have 30, that moment. You can have thirty aha moments. Oh, okay, that's actually better. Yeah yeah. You're you can right. have thirty right. or fifty aha corrected. moments a yeah. day as yeah. long as yeah, yeah, yeah. you're Very willing good. to really focus on. Very yeah, good. Yeah. Very good. Very right. good. True. True. One hundred percent. And the way you open that up is by learning about that thing. The there you more go. you take on to right. learn about it, the more you know about it, All the you more you're going to go into is it. unearth the ha moment. I just want to, Delsi, uh, you know that Shimonesra has been my like yeah. love. I've been a student oh, yeah. of Shimonesra since I was like 18. And there isn't much more I thought you can teach me. Ruven Leichter just came out with a terrific book from Feldheim on tefillah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a thin book. And, and, and I ripped through it quick. And exactly what you were saying, you read about it that day. I jumped into Shimon Asrei with such a new feeling and I've been learning up Shimon Asrei and teaching Shimon Asrei for decades at this point. But when there's something new, so certainly what a great answer to give to somebody to motivate them yeah, is I, to I, learn I, about it. I believe it. in it deeply. I really do. I, think about the last time you learned about like, you were learning halacha or whatever and you came across Natil Sidayim. Your Natil Sidayim was the same that week? Of course not. You're, right, it's right, always, you you're going to go up to your wrist, you're going to be notel, you're going to do the whole thing because, and you have a connection to it because you remember the point. It doesn't just become mundane actions that we're doing. You remember the point. You and remember the, truth, the point. And I want to go just a step further. When you tell people to go and read about it, like the Modani thing, 
the most beautiful part of it will be after you read about it, you're going to come up with something on your own. Yeah. Your own thoughts. You mean your, your, your own idea. And that makes Modani yours. It takes it from so your true. notes. It takes it from your Mora, your teacher, whoever taught you about stuff so or true. even from the book. And now you're like, this is my Modani. This so is true. my, and that's an aha moment. You know, right. people don't understand right. yeah, yeah. that. That's an you have moment. a chiddush in you. That you on have a chiddush in you, and, and you don't realize you have it. Yeah. Nobody else has. And by the way, I just want to point out this is very important. If you are mechadashit and you call someone, you tell them like, "Oh, that's famous." Rav Tzadok said that, or or or, or I or I heard Rabbi Weinberger say that. Don't be like, "Oh, no." no. Be thrilled you were Mechavin and it's yours still. It's yours still. It doesn't mean it's, it's yours not still. yours. Yeah. All because somebody else said it before. It's, for it's sure still, yours still yours. And be thrilled with that. For sure. Um, yes, I think we're getting down on to the last yeah. few minutes. Yeah, so you, on this go, one. you go ahead. You know, uh, um, interesting. Trying to knock one out. Let's see. Let's let's get. Uh, okay, <laughs> dear Rabbi Ari, I'm not going to feed your ego. <laughs> Does it come across I so love, much? By Does the it way, come across so my much? favorite, my favorite oh my emails, gosh. my favorite emails are hate emails. Yeah. Oh, I I I got I, some really. I live off a of hate, hate email. Hate emails. I love hate emails. Oh, there was somebody once who said to me, "I watch you on a Tisha B'Av thing, and I dislike what you said so much. I turned it off. I was going to watch the rest it's of the a, day, and it's your fault." Oh, by the way, I think I think I think they sent it, sent me one also. Oh yeah, that that they also. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I, and and uh, but people should know. I don't want to say I'm strong and stuff. That affected me to this day. I am very, very sensitive if, 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 if I ever hurt or bothered anybody, especially in the Torah that I'm teaching, because I'm trying to do this to help build, to help give people chiyos and give people clarity and give people ideas. And if it goes in the opposite direction, so I want to apologize to everybody. I'm sorry. I Obviously, that, that's not what I set out to do. So, dear Rabbi Ari, I'm not going to feed your ego, but I do want to be makratov to the shleich of Hashem, as I'm chizing, as standing. Ah, you better look in the Brad Pitt, obviously. Um, the and it doesn't is, help that you're easy on the eyes. Right. Uh, you know, the, the truth is I used to love to watch Tom Cruise, and now that I have you, okay, all these things are true. Okay, the truth is, I don't think you will ever know the true impact you have had on the, okay, okay. The most difficult, how many are you gonna do? This is all the same one, yes. I'm trying to get to the question. There's just so many words beforehand. The most, okay, um, but I know the opportunity, okay. The most difficult journey is from the brain to the heart, and you have the ability. Okay, <laughs> many of you are shirim. Uh, where is it? I have a question about making our own cheshbon and nefesh. Do you want me to go in the middle? She was a lot of them. Uh, okay. <laughs> I have a question about making your own cheshbon and nefesh. I know I want to make us with Hashem. I have a list of midas I know I need to have to get there. But how do I find the specific thing that's holding me back? I get angry. I get jealous. I speak Lush and Har, etc. But I don't know which one is the root problem. And yes, I picked this one because of the conversation we had on Shabbos. Mm. And I think you have a very beautiful answer for this. So go ahead. So the question in short, in short. is is that I really do want to connect to Hashem. And I know that making a cheshbon on nefesh, which means to introspect everybody. That means to really look into yourself and see, you know, what characteristics do I have that are negative that are holding me back um, that I can become better in. But when I look at it, I see that I have anger. I see that I like speaking Lashon Hara. You know, I see that I have so many different things of dirty laundry that I have to go through in my own characteristic building. Which one is the clear and present that I should go after first? 
I, I'm not sure which conversation you're from, but I, I, the, I, I know from Rebbe, from Rebbe Berkowitz, he says, when someone asks uh, what to go first on, he says, whichever one is driving you the most crazy for you. Oh, that's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whichever, yeah, whichever one, whichever one is the most disgusting to you, whichever one is making that. When I say disgusting, it's like you look at it and you're like, I don't believe that's me. Like that one start with, cause that's the one, first of all, you're the most motivated to do you. No one wants to feel that way. So that's the one that you feel the most unconnected to. You feel the one? so that's the one. That's the one that you, uh, you 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 definitely you definitely start with. And I think it's important. The question is important. You start with one, right? Don't sit there making this massive to everything you get. That's the Itzahara. He the Itzahara is a perfectionist. He loves making people perfectionists. He's a tactician. Yes, yeah, he's a, he's ingenious. He makes you do everything all at once so that you do nothing. Right. You do. The only thing perfectionists get done is they perfectly do nothing. You get everything all together and you do nothing about it. Choose yes, one thing I saw thing a beautiful picture on this. There was a guy who was showing this on a video. And on the picture, he had he drew 10 bricks. A brick, a brick, a brick, a brick, a brick, a brick. 10 bricks. And then over here, he just had 10 bricks stacked on top of each other. And he said, if you try to do art and then do music and become a writer, he wasn't talking about working on yeah. me this, but you do a little bit of music, a little bit, you're going to have 10 separate bricks that went nowhere. Right. However, if you pick one thing and mm. you put a brick on, top on of a brick, brick on top of a brick, then you'll have Very built good. something. And you know, this is exactly what we're trying to say. If you look at the mountain, if you look at so many, I've anger, I've lush and hard, you're going to give up and it's never going to go anywhere. And like Yossi's saying, and if you try to do everything all at once, that's not going to go anywhere either. Instead, you pick one thing saying to Hashem, I'm going to start with this. The one that's the clear and present danger is the one like Yossi's saying is like really bothering you and keeping you just so irrational in the way that you're thinking so many times mm -hmm. it's the thing that really is just keeping you down the most and you start on that and slowly but surely you build out of that yeah, there's there's one email i would like to end with and and it's going to sound like i'm trying to but i i think this is important for people because this is one of the main points yeah, uh, just, well, <laughs> just I, upset that i read all the yeah no 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 because i i feel like this could, could have been sent to, to either of us or a million other people. Dear Rabbi I, Yossi, if you I were think, born before Thomas Edison, I no, feel like you right, would have right, found yeah. like so, But I feel like I feel like it's so it's one of the reasons we wanted to do this podcast was to put this message out Let there. Let's hear it. Go for so it. So here we go. Hi. I always I'm I'm literally reading out the the the, the full email. I might skip a little bit but only because it's inappropriate to 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 the way this person speaks about themselves is a little bit inappropriate, but hi, I always listen to your stuff on tour anytime. And I am so jealous of you. I want the clarity and confidence that you have. How are you so okay with who you are? How can I become okay with who I am? I hardly know anything and I am not smart. And, and, and now right. really gets inappropriate with the, the I can't, I, I like, I'm uncomfortable saying what this person calls themselves. Um, and then he goes on and he says, I know you, I know you would say, um, I know you would say that I am great and that I'm amazing, but and I'm just acting this way. But I'm telling you, I am stupid. And he goes on to a whole uh, different things. This is what I answered. Shalom. I always say shalom. Shalom. Thanks for reaching out. Can I tell you something? Please don't spread it around. 
This is me violating my own thing. I could have written the same email as you a few years ago. I'm not okay with who I am. I'm not smart. I have barely have any talent either. And my confidence is all fake. It's all a show. I'm just as scared as you are as I'm just as scared as you are by everything in the world. There is only one difference that separates me and you. And that is that I know I'm lying and you think you're telling the truth. That was my whole, that was my whole response. Beautiful. So I know it seems that like I come out and I have all that confidence and, and so many speakers and so many, all that confidence and all that, what he called, it, it's, it's not a lie. It's, it's calling upon something, but don't assume that like I was born, it took so much work to do that. And it was only to be able to give over to talk about yourself like that is completely horrific. You, if you're not going to, this, this is the one thing I came up with over here. And this, this, I, the reason I'm bringing this up is because people think that you're either naturally just confident or you're naturally, and it's not true. It's not true That's number one. Number two is that I get this all the time where people are talking about themselves like this. You know, I still and need my wife. Me. I still need my wife to order pizza for me and stuff. Like I'll stutter on the thing. Like I won't know. Before that last year, I, I, last yeah. year I went to speak somewhere and it was a big deal. And there was going to be a few people speaking along with me, and there were big professionals. And I'll, I'll completely candidly and open over here, right beforehand, I freaked out. I went into a side room, and I was crying, and I called my wife. I was like, sweetie, am I an imposter or not? I need to know right now. because, And she walked me through it. She was like, no, because of this. And, that. and she walked me through it. I was freaking out. It's not what you're seeing on a camera is not what's going on all the time. It's, that's not what's – I still freak out about stuff. I still get scared. I still – more often than not, my point is, is that the only difference between you and me is that I've realized that I'm lying when I say all these bad things about myself and you're believing it. You're believing this as, as a, a rabbi. If you really knew who I was, if you really know how bad I was, it's not true. You need to know that it's a lie. You need to know that you're convincing yourself of things that are not true. You're incredible, and I promise you, you can go out and do every single thing that you think all these other people are doing. You could do You could do it. You could do it just as well, if not better. And I think it comes around to just this. The reason why, maybe, that you may feel like the way that you feel, or I feel it's because I think that it was instilled in us that Hashem actually does love who we are. Right and put us here for a reason and wants us to push our values through. So when you stand up in front of an audience, when I stand up in front of an audience, I just, I, we always say to him beforehand, um, and just before this podcast, we said to him, and um, it's the idea of that, how could I not love me if Hashem made me and Hashem gave me everything he gave me, that would be me saying to Hashem, you messed up. I say to my guys all the time, uh, you're uh, not the forgotten sheep. Yeah. You're not the accident. Uh, he, he, this has been thousands of years of creation and all of this perfection. You're not the accident. Right, yeah, you're it, not the one that he messed up. It's not on. like Hashem, like when he made you, all of a sudden he knocked over his whole <laughs> laboratory and you came spilling into earth. You were the accident. You know, I, I, I just want to finish off with this to tell everybody. Kabbalah says, yes, that there are four worlds between us. There right. is Atzilut and then comes Biriyah, Yitzirah, and Asiyah. Every single person out there, I, I, I want them to know, you started out in Atzilut, under God's throne, like Tanya says, as a neshama. Hashem took you out from bottom of the throne. Hashem said, today's the day I get to make him. Today's the day I get to make her. Today's the day I get to put this particular talent with these particular challenges and these particular parents and these particular siblings and these particular everything. And then Bria, 
ex nil or something from nothing. Hashem takes a neshama and then he starts to create something from nothing, your whole reality. And Hashem plans it all out so perfectly. And then Yitzira, Hashem, then now that he made all the material, material, he forms your whole existence. He's above time. That means he's forming your future too. He's forming right. everything, everything, everything. And then after that whole play is set up from beginning to end, Hashem puts you into Asiya, the world of action. And Hashem says, now fly. Go. Just go and be Just great. Just go. Just go and be you. How can you then look and send an email to Yasi and say, I'm a nobody. I'm a nobody. Hashem put so much into you. Now just sit and back I, and I, I'm and not be being condescending. No, God I'm not trying to be condescending on you feeling that way. I understand that you feel that way. But if you don't believe you're great, no one else can A, make you feel that way, and no one else will B, ever believe it either. You so it's need time for to you go to really get first. that perspective. We're going, you need yeah. to go first. All right, yes. All right. Uh, uh, we have been going a long time in this one. Yeah. So thank you so, so much for listening again. Welcome to my home. So happy to have had you here. I'm Ari Ben Shushan. Yes, Ben Shushan. And, and welcome this is to the, the Two, Two Cents, Cents Podcast. podcast. That's That's right. <laughs> Powered by Meaningful Minute. Powered thank you so, so much. And, yeah. and have a great night, everybody.